1: All right, Patrick, so overnight for people that, that went to bed, I think this came across around 1 o'clock in the morning central time. Um, Damar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest, it has been confirmed, during that Monday night football game last night following a hit. This is from the Buffalo Bills Twitter account. Uh, he suffered cardiac arrest following a hit in our game against the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the Cincinnati Medical Center for further testing and treatment, he's currently sedated and listed in critical condition. Um, this is kind of the worst nightmare for all of the stakeholders who either run the NFL or even just idiots like us who watch the NFL.
2: Yeah, there's not much you can. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's a dangerous game, and uh, that one was uh, uh, kind of odd because the way he popped up immediately. And then what, maybe was up on his feet for two, three seconds and just yeah. went, free fell to the, uh, ground. And, uh, I was sitting next to Henry Lake at the, uh, at the Timberwolves game. And he was watching on a, a little iPad or something. He said, my God, this guy is really hurt. Cause he could saw the way he collapsed. And then we, we kind of monitored it after that. But, uh, yeah, the blow to the chest, I ran into Sheldon Burns, you know, the, uh, the Timberwolves internist and stuff. And he, he was telling me about he was at a hockey game, uh, doing the medical stuff at a hockey game and a, and a world tournament or something. And a, and a guy got, a fan got hit in the chest with a puck. And same thing, you know, went into cardiac arrest. He, you get that hard blow right to the heart and it, it, it can happen. And uh, that was, it looked to me, I thought the guy hit him in the chin with the helmet, but obviously it looked like he hit him, uh, you know, when he lowered his helmet. They uh yeah, got him right in the heart, and man alive you know what there's there's a lot of uh anecdotal evidence that once they come back from this they can you know they can be unless there's some brain damage from you know not not getting air or whatever you need for a while there it, it, you can stop you can come back from the the, the cardiac arrest thing so. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be fine, but man, it was scary. Oof. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. And when he was down too, Pat, you thought that the first thing that, that I, I thought just as a older guy was Hank Gathers, you know, that yeah, terrible just collapsing to the because the mm-hmm. way that you free fall, you know, it's different when you, when you are like concussed and you can and you stumble around a little bit and ordinarily, I think, go face first. The way that he fell was to me it's really the frightening thing, where you can tell that that it's more than just a normal what, what we consider to be football injury.
2: Hank uh, had something clinical though, right? Yes, yeah, he did. Played. So thank ball God ball. I don't he, think this is that. Had, yeah. Hank had something clinical. I went out and saw Hank play the game before he. I was I was going out to the Rose Bowl and mm-hmm. I, loyal was scoring 120 points a game, so I went out there on the night. And uh, I think it was the game before Hank collapsed the first time. And uh, I saw that game. And then uh, I'd have to go back and look, but I was in St. Paul then, so it's hard to get that stuff. I I can't remember which game I saw. But then, you know, he came back about a month. First game back, he died, right? I didn't think the first game came back a month later, and uh, they thought he was fine, and he collapsed and died. But, yeah, this kid, poof, that's – that's uh that's uh, <laughs> a really uh, frightening thing uh and everybody's being very righteous about the n f l not immediately calling the game off i I think the bottom line is they didn't play, okay maybe it took McDermott okay. to, to say we're not playing but uh yeah uh, i mean and by the way, I think it was
1: i think the players association and the n f l both came out and said. All this, all this stuff about the NFL gave teams five minutes, and then the coaches decided, "No, we're mm-hmm. not going to play." That the five minute thing was never, but no. then, but but players did start warming up. I mean, Stefan Diggs was trying to rally guys like, "Hey, we got to play. Let's mm-hmm. let's get going uh, here."
2: You know, and it, and it, you know, they probably somebody third stringer from the NFL probably right. told told uh, you know to give ESPN some interest that uh, well uh, the plan would be to warm up for five minutes and then start playing again. But it's not like it was, you know, Roger Goodell calling and saying, we're going to start this damn thing in five yeah. minutes. But uh, a lot of uh, righteous indignation, uh, to, to say the least. And uh, a lot of people saying, uh, you know, uh, uh, ordering us all to say prayers for him. We, we can do that by ourselves. We don't need you to go on Twitter and tell me that I have to pray for this guy. Okay. We all know how much we want this guy to recover we don't need you pompous asses going on to twitter and telling us uh, you know how we should feel about this we 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 realize that we're all traumatized by watching something like that and we want a full recovery and it's a dangerous game that we all love and you all most of you love it more than i do so uh you know it's it's it gonna you're not gonna we had the we had the, the kid from uh Dinah that uh we had a kid up in Brainerd who uh you know had a had an emergency yeah. this year and we had a we had a kid from Edina that uh freshman kid from Edina that's uh still trying to recover from uh you know what happened to him playing football. So it's it it happens. But uh I don't know. You just you gotta say no contest, don't you? You can't bring you, you can't yeah. bring them back to play Wednesday and then say okay now you got to play again Sunday right i mean no
1: i and they're not yeah so they have, buffalo already flew back
2: yes they did not that
1: it's that long of a trip from no. you know cincinnati to, i mean they could fly back on Wednesday if they but they're they're not playing today
2: you can't the, put the, these two of the best teams in the league you can't put them at that you know, competitive disadvantage of playing Wednesday and then playing again next weekend, right? It's uh, just
1: got to be. You, it just has to be a no contest, and then yes. wherever the other chips fall, it's basically like a tie, I guess. I don't know, and yeah, well, wherever they can't, the chips you fall,
2: can't, they fall. You, can't give a, you can't call it a tie because that would screw up their winning percentage, right? If yeah. was, yes. So, so That's you the issue just got to be no contest, and they only played sixteen games this year, and that we can we can live with that. They're they're somebody's not going to get home field, you know, Buffalo will probably lose home field because of this, but that's, I think if you they'll... pulled
1: that entire locker room and yes, said, Oh, they're okay.
2: Fine with that. They'll go to Kansas city and beat them. You know, yeah. they won't, they won't worry about that. Yeah. They were no conditioned. I mean, they thought he was, they all thought he was dead.
0: Right. I mean, when you, well, the, they the, saw yeah, it, Pat, that that's the thing is they saw that, when they you see emotion,
2: like bring them out the panel Well,
0: and they see the paddles come out i've seen that before when you see the yeah. paddles come out you are I, I mean i don't care about you know football at that point it's hard to go on with your day like that in so like if you go and ask them hey guys okay rally around and now and now go play this sport it would have been completely out, out of line so yeah i think that they did the right thing and the other thing too is you you know Keep in mind, for the most part, we're watching very young people watch someone die. And they play football where it's unfathomable that they'll ever die, you know? Like, it it is scary to watch when you're 40 or 50. But think about when Mm. you're like 22, 23, and your buddy's there, and he's not breathing, and they got the paddles out. So, Mm. yeah, I just think the emotional toll now is going to be pretty high.
2: A few of the uh, digs and a few of the other players apparently went to the hospital and didn't go back with the team, so they they kept a, kept a few of them there. I was actually at a, a, a wake this year for a popular guy, and there were probably three hundred people in the room, and it was one of those thirsty wakes, you know. It was they were having servant food and people were drinking, and there were three hundred, and and you know there were a lot of older people there, and some woman uh, collapsed and and. Uh, and died you know she you know they're the, everybody's milling around and they're in there hitting her with the paddles and their husband oh. of 60 years is weeping and uh it was you know so i mean even you know anytime you see bring out the paddles you're nervous you're right so what do you, what
1: do you remember the the only other time I mean there's been players who've gotten paralyzed on nfl fields and there's been horrible injuries and broken legs and compound fractures but the only time someone has, has died on the field is nineteen seventy one, Lions versus Bears, Lions uh receiver Chuck Hughes.
2: Yeah. Um I, I, what do you what do you
1: recall about that? Uh,
2: you know, we did not get the constant T V of uh, you know, every game wasn't to be found somewhere on TV, but uh
1: you weren't following on social like the social media no, aspect no, of it too, it it's just like
2: I can't remember if I ever saw a you know, where where would have we see? They probably didn't put up the video anywhere. There was nowhere to put up the video. And uh, I, I don't think I ever saw a video of it, but I know that uh, people were. And, and, and you got a story there telling you what what was it, a brain injury or what? Heart attack. It was a, it heart, was attack. a heart attack. So and he was so he was just he kind of running around in the heart too, or what or no. What was, was the question? Had he been struck in the heart, too, or he just had a heart attack?
1: As far So I watched a YouTube video on it last night, and they, sh- they showed footage of the game, but then they only showed still photos of, of him on the field. And, so it, uh, and then they, they looped the radio call on top of it, and the radio call made it sound like he was just kind of running a route over the middle and just, like, fell to the ground on his own. And then the photos were him on the ground face down, and a couple refs came over and, like, put their hands on him and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's also 1971 yeah, right. medical attention too. They did not especially. have;
2: they probably, they probably had to go downtown to get anyone to come and do any. You know, they probably had two guys, two paramedics who didn't even know what paramedics were then. I mean, yeah. it it, 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 is a, it is astounding, though. This vicious game; how few deaths there have been, isn't it? I mean, you, you, we, we'll probably lose. You probably lose more. I mean, Corey Stringer, obviously, but you probably lose more guys that way. You know, over exerting themselves, working out in the heat, right? Than you do. Uh, yeah. The high school kids who, who have a tendency to die. You know, you lose a few every year or working out in August. Some places, what, what the, the heat, the, the heat situation is, uh, is the worst. I will say uh, that uh, the Stringer's death. Oof, that was. Uh, that was an emotional thing that next day down there at the uh, at oh my God. But Corey Stringer died, and I was talking to can, communicating with Seaford last night. The NFL's response was to take one day out of a training camp. Yeah, you know, take a day off. Everybody take a day off, and then we'll get right back at it. You know. Yeah.
1: So. And then the next year it was let's 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 take some water breaks during practice. Yeah, yeah
2: we're going to give a guy a little water. You know. You know, when a when a guy weighs three hundred and twenty pounds and he's out there and he can't get up off his knees, maybe we should have a cool place for him to go or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh I remember that uh I was driving back from somewhere and I heard on a uh, K fan that was doing on there that Corey Stringer had been taken off the field, so I stopped in Mankato and uh and they you know, all the print guys were uh they finished their you know they were they didn't know stringer they that would came at the end of practice so they'd all come back to talk to denny and then they and then they were downstairs working and i came in there and i said hey guys uh it looks it sounds like they took stringer to the hospital and uh then everybody went to work on that and i remember i got a call at four forty. my phone rang at four forty in the morning and i said so my my wife wouldn't have known who it was, but I said, Corey Stringer died because <laughs> there's no other reason. Than, and Seaford was calling to tell me that, that he died. So, yeah, it's a, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it can be a horrible game at times. We, we had the, we damn near had this in boxing uh, two months ago here in town. That guy almost didn't make it. Yeah, he, He's back home and. He's back home in Kazakhstan now, apparently, uh, thinking he's going to have a boxing comeback. I don't think so, but uh, anyway. Yeah, God. And
1: this poor – so I an- another story from last night. So um, this poor kid, this Hamlin, so he was a six-round pick out of Pitt. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's his second year in the NFL. And I, apparently, even before he was in the NFL, he did this annual toy drive or this yes. recurring toy drive. And he had a GoFundMe in which his goal – his personal goal was to raise two thousand five hundred dollars for his annual toy drive. Mm-hmm. As of the recording of this podcast, I believe it's sitting around four million dollars. It was even a million more.
2: last night, so yeah, there's going to be some kids getting. Apparently, he's a hell of. I mean, everybody's a hell of a guy, right after after something like this. But you look back at stories that were written about him, you know, but a great family he comes from and all that. This was stuff written before last night about him. And he was a big, big pit panther, uh big guy in the town and the uh, community and that kind of stuff. So uh, apparently uh, just, a, you know, just, just an unlucky fellow. That's for sure right now. But uh, I, you know, he comes out of this, he might be fine. I don't, know, he won't play football again, but he might, uh, you know, he you never know. Yeah. Fine. You know. Don't, don't take know. that blow to the heart. The moral of that story is, oof. They yeah. got, you know what? I, one thing that bothers me is that, and I've said this from the get go, that, that defenders can no longer lower their helmets, right? But offensive players can. Well, I don't know why that is. Don't I mean, they penalize
1: offensive players if it's too If it's, it's got to be aggressive. too
2: egregious. But that last night was pretty damn egregious. I, that, that guy. You know, he tucked his head and ran into him. And you know, I'm not blaming him. That's the way they do it. But I do believe that uh, lowering the running backs, lowering their heads, should you know, they they shouldn't let them do that. You know, so uh, and uh, you know, this is this case was. I mean, the guy did lower. If it, if a defender, if the defender had hit that guy the way he hit. And uh, the way he lowered his helmet to hit uh this kid, he would have it would have
1: been a f- penalty. So Yeah, T T Higgins was the was the receiver. Imagine being him, by the way. Yeah. How do you how do you sleep
2: last yeah, well, night tonight? Well, you, I
1: mean if you <laughs> saw that, you're
0: you're gonna be like it's if you saw that entire thing play out and you and you really saw it, I think you're gonna be mentally at least set back because you play uh, that yeah, sport yeah. and that hit. That hit, I mean, we see that hit all the time, right? And, like, arbitrarily, this one guy takes it exactly wrong. Uh,
2: that would frighten you. I'll tell you, fellas, though, modern medicine is unbelievable. and This isn't medicine, but it is. I mean, he's down, and in a minute later, they got 15 people out on the field trying to bring him back, right? I mean, with, and within a minute, they know they got to get the paddles, right? With the, they knew. They got out there, they knew after three minutes what, what it was, that it was, mm-hmm. you know, that it was, a you know, a, a heart stop because of the, uh, the you know, a blow to the, you know, blow to the chest. These guys are, you know, as you say, when Chuck Hughes died, they were wandering, two guys wandering around the field saying, oh, gee, I wonder what's going on here.
1: They're like trying to wake him up. I mean, it was literally yeah. like officials were like trying to wake him up. <laughs> hey, you know.
2: Still my favorite. Still my favorite, the guys laid out on the field. They're there, got this. Get those summers, get those smelling salts out here. Ladies and come on, give him a little, give him a little whiff. Come, he'll be back in on, uh, he'll be, we, you know, come on, you big wussy, get back in there. We need you, Terry. That's Bradshaw. how it was.
1: That's how it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And, and now it's like you have a, I mean, it, you know, the fact that you have an ambulance just that can just back onto the field, yes, within. Three minutes, if needed, and you've get, and we. I know the NFL. These doctors, like the Tua stuff earlier this year, you know they've taken a lot of heat for, you know, you know misdiagnosing guys with concussions and stuff. But at the end of the day, I mean, you have multiple high level medical professionals that can just run out and literally save someone's life compared to 50 years ago. So guys,
2: guy, guy was in big trouble today. Is Skippy? Skip uh, tweeted out. You know, oh God, it's terrible. But how can you? How can you count? how can you not play this game? With it? And then at the these bottom, are critical
0: said, football games. There's, yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah. worse than hot take guys trying to address something like this. Yeah,
2: and then at the end, he said, uh, "But it was the only decision to could be made." But it was too late by then because the, the the first sentence anybody reads is, "How can they?" You know, I did. It's a bad, terrible situation, but how can they not finish this game well?
1: Does can, he not have, I, I get that his whole thing is, is yeah. sick yeah. largely. I mean, he may, yeah. he makes like six or $9 million a year. Mm-hmm. And so good for him, but is he has, is it sort of like the Ric Flair thing where at some point Richard Fleer just became Ric Flair for mm-hmm. forever? Oh, like yeah. who is, you knew, didn't you know Skip yeah, Bayless know, when Steve, he was a writer?
2: Yeah. yeah. He was always an arrogant guy, but uh, you know, he figured it out that, You know, tell the world that LeBron James sucks and you're going to make a lot of money, right? You can, you know, you can take the best player. You can take a guy who's 39 years old and scored 50 points and tell the world he sucks and you can have a uh, hell of a... uh, By the
1: way, like, I mean, obviously these stories don't matter in the NBA last night, but... While this was all going on, we had uh, Donovan Mitchell drop 71 points for the Cavs last night. Klay Thompson had 50 points, 10 threes. Really? LeBron 50? had a big game. Crazy last night.
2: Uh, but my, I came up with this theory about a month ago, and I'm sticking with it. I think that uh, uh, Cleveland did better in their big trade with Utah than we did. <laughs> uh, Donovan. It, it appears that way. You're really on the limb there, Royce. I'll take Donovan Mitchell or piping hot take, but I'll take Donovan Mitchell <laughs> over
3: Rudy. Rudy last way.
2: night was, it was like, it was like. Finch was saying, well, "I better get him out there for three more minutes. He's got. To, I got to play him at least half the time. We got to get him on the. You know, I'd. I'd rather have Matt Ryan on the court than him. But what? I, I better get him out there. For the football minutes. player
1: or the Wolves bench player? <laughs> yeah, right. The, Either. Think,
2: whoever isn't a Matt? is it Matt? Yeah, it's
1: Matt Ryan. It is.
0: Yeah, he's not, he was with. Okay. He looks like he.
2: He looks like he'd have trouble starting for the Gophers, but he's getting minutes with this team because they're so. You know, they're just. They're such a mess that they. But last night, they Edwards had didn't score the first quarter. He what, what did he have at halftime? Like four or something. He ended up yeah. in third. What?
1: He had a bunch of re, he was mostly rebound assist guy in the first half, and then he then he took well, the game over.
2: You uh, of course, it was uh, <laughs> it is amazing. As soon as he gets the ball and holds it right, holds it for a second, you know he's going to shoot. <laughs> if you're anywhere in the gym, if there's Fifteen seconds to go, in the quarter, and Rudy's standing underneath the basket with nobody around him for twelve feet. That ain't gonna help. <laughs> Anthony just put one up. He yeah. put, you can you can tell what he's gonna shoot, and uh, you know he had a he had made a few after after a while yeah, the other night. But I think the uh, last night's victory, noble as it was, had more to do with uh, Denver indifference. <laughs> this was not a a effort from the uh, Nuggets. But, hey, they didn't get booed last night. There was uh,
1: That's the big was,
2: accomplishment, They yes. didn't get booed last night. I was night. Didn't look terrible. Look like they're, they're drawn a little better the last couple of years, don't you think?
3: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged Door Chris Howard. University of Michigan QB, J.J. McCarthy makes bold predictions but doesn't fulfill them, and Ohio State kicker Noah Ruggles misses an opportunity to etch his name in Buckeye lore. Fans love their teams and the players. That is, until they don't. When it comes to finger pointing, you'll find no greater antagonist than the fan. Why? Because it means more to them, or so they believe. As a former player, nothing angers me more than armchair charlies accusing the teams of overlooking opponents or blaming players for providing bulletin board material. Believing up to the game, the fan is the one talking the most, boasting the most. When the team is winning, it's a lot of we talk. But when the team loses, it turns into they lost. You will never know what those moments feel like because you didn't put in the work to earn those feelings from those moments. That's the great thing about being part of a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We cry, we console our brother, we don't point the finger, we go back to work, back to the early morning workouts, the hill sprints, back to the bloody noses and broken bones. Why? Because it really means more to us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard.